Hi, you're listening to another episode of Lavish Hospitality. My name is Kim and welcome to my table. My table is actually really cleaned off today. It's in little piles of books and some goodwill stuff, my calendar and the books I'm reading. So it's actually, I'm doing pretty well right now. Um, you never know what it'll be like in a couple months this year. I'm not doing a lot of art for the holidays, which will be the first time in probably six years. So I'm looking forward to having a cleaned off table, a little bit more time to spend in Advent and just being quiet and reflecting and having a cleaned off table and a little bit more free time as well. I say free time, like to hang out with my boys and do Christmas things and not feel so rushed around the holidays. So I'm grateful for that. I wanted to hop on here. I know these have been sporadic, but I'm really striving to get better at them. It's never about the recording of podcasts. It's all about the marketing for them. I've really gotten burnt out of marketing for things and whether that's art or podcasts or anything. I mean, I have to really set my mind to do it. So today We are going to be talking about gratitude and humility and how those two go hand in hand. I have been talking with a friend about how that is needed in um, our lives as women, as wise women of, of God's word, of women who love the Lord, how those two things need to go hand in hand and how they maybe are a piece of wisdom for us. But Most of you know, I spend a lot of time in the Psalms. So even as I was reading uh, this week, I came across book five, the start of book five in the Psalms, which starts with Psalm 107. And there are two verses in there that really stood out to me in this idea of, of gratitude and humility. So I just wanted to hop on here and share those thoughts with you. Um, Gratitude is an attitude of the heart that rejoices in what has been given to us. Um, Not necessarily only things that we get, but also the places we are and what is going on in our lives. And just remembering, um, even as Psalm 103, that God, Psalm 103 says, God remembers our frame. He remembers that we are dust. And but yet he, he gives us so much. And um, when thinking about gratitude, we have to come at it humbly. We have to come at it with an attitude of humility. Like This is not all because of what we've done. This is not all because of who we are. Um, a lot in the Old Testament talks about how God did not choose his people because they were a great nation or because they had done great things. He chose them because he delighted in them. And so when we think about this combination of humility and gratitude, that needs, both of those need to shape our hearts, not only with our Savior and our time with him, but also with other people. So I want to share these two verses out of Psalm 107 with you. And the first one is verses eight and nine. So Psalm 107, eight and nine says, let them thank the Lord for his steadfast love, for his wondrous works to the children of man, for he satisfies 
the longing soul, and the hungry soul he fills with good things. And I'll get to the other one here in a few minutes. But the first part of that psalm, and really the whole psalm, is going back and forth of God's people sinning and living in a life of sin, and then hard times happen, and they come back and they remember that, oh, God God wants us to obey him and live with him and walk with him, and then blessings of the Lord come, and put that on repeat. And you may have even discovered in your life that that is a repetitive cycle in your life. Things are hard. You're choosing not to walk with the Lord in in an avenue or in many avenues in your life. And you're like, man, life is really hard. Oh, this isn't really what God wants for me. Let me come back to him and repent and turn to him. Oh, he fills me with good things. His steadfast love is so good. He is so generous. That's a cycle. I mean, it was a cycle for the Israelites. It's a cycle for us. Um, we we do. We live a daily, weekly, monthly, yearly, like repetitive cycle of repentance and forgiveness from the Lord and seeing how good he is. And he fills us and we're satisfied. And then we start wandering and going back our own way. But um says, let them thank the Lord for his steadfast love. Do we daily thank the Lord for his steadfast love? So often in our lives, in this life of brokenness that we lead and live in today's world, we don't often see steadfast love. We see a lot of cancel culture. We see a lot of hatred. We see a lot of uh, self-importance not steadfast love thinking of others. Um, and that's that's what Scripture is saying. Let us thank the Lord for His steadfast love. Make it a daily habit forming in you daily. And I do mean daily. It really has to be a daily habit of choosing gratitude, not just for the things that you see around you, but all the ways that his steadfast love is poured out on your life. Um, Recently, I heard my former pastor, Andy Davis, talk at a conference about heaven. And one of the things he brings out in his book on heaven, uh, Glory Revealed or something like that, I'll tag it in the show notes, um, is that heaven is not a static event. Like It's not we get to heaven Okay, we're there, we're perfected, we know everything about God, it's perfect right there. It's, we are going to know more of Christ, more of the Lord, more of His steadfast love every single moment of heaven. It is a growing knowledge of the Lord, um, because we we can never know all of Him, so we get all of eternity to keep growing in our knowledge of the Lord, and one of those things is His steadfast love. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. Even in heaven, it'll never cease. And it's never going to stop getting more and more glorious to us. So start that now. Start living that little bit of heaven right now of choosing to be grateful for the steadfast love of the Lord. Okay. He fills Um, For he satisfies the longing soul and the hungry soul he fills with good things. 
my takeaway from that verse is so many of us are longing for things. I see it in my boys. Um, maybe more for acceptance and things more than anything else right now at their age in the tween boy years. Um, I see it in younger women. I see it in older women, younger women. I see it in acceptance and um, importance and a feeling of people need me and I'm pretty and I have something to contribute or I'm just important. Again, this whole self-importance thing is huge right now in so many avenues of life. Um, but then for older women, I see, I see the same desire, the same longing for value, for importance, for somebody to see them, somebody to want them. That idea of that longing for want, being wanted never goes away. I don't think, I think that's, that's something in us as people, we want to be wanted. We want to be desired. Um, but he says he satisfies the longing soul. There's a longing in all of us. And that longing will only be ever completely satisfied by the Lord. And he satisfies it. He doesn't say he satisfies it with like craft mac and cheese, or I mean, my son would say that's like the best mac and cheese, or he doesn't satisfy that with kale chips and um, black beans. He's those are good things if you like them, but he satisfies us with good things. Don't we want, or shouldn't we want good things that the Lord wants to give us? One of the things we need to to do as people of God, as women of God, is to come to him and say, I am longing. Fill me. Recognize your need and your longing for him. It's not going to come in how many followers you have on social media or how good your kids are, how obedient they are, how clean your house is, how pretty your house is. If you get the right book contract or job or your husband gets promoted or your kid wins the soccer game, it's not going to come from those things. There is, as I think, is it John Calvin or St. Augustine, one of those church fathers um, that gets quoted all the time. There's a God-shaped hole in all of us, and we will never get that perfect fit unless it's God. Um But we need to recognize our longing, recognize that we are not built to satisfy ourselves. Nothing in this world is meant to satisfy us. So here's how I, I put that together with wisdom. Cause you think, man, that's, that's maybe a little strange, but elsewhere, I think it is implied or even like forthright in scripture elsewhere. But in the Psalm, if I'm just sticking with Psalm 107, the very last verse of Psalm 107, which we see a lot of times in the Psalms, the last verse sort of wraps things up or comes back around to praise. There's only a few that don't do that. But Psalm 107 verse 43 says this, whoever is wise, let him attend to these things. Let them consider the steadfast love of the Lord. 
So if we are wise, we will think on all the things that he's mentioned, the the times we're wayward and need to come back to the Lord. We will think on his steadfast love. We will think of our longing and how Christ alone satisfies. We will be grateful that the Lord shows pity and care and compassion and mercy and grace and forever love on us. And that will not only keep making us wise, because we'll never be perfect, perfectly wise. We'll never not need to grow in wisdom, not even when we're 85 um, or 90 or 97. We'll always need to be growing in wisdom. And, but, but it does say, whoever is wise, let him attend to these things, to think on the steadfast love of the Lord, to thank him for his steadfast love and to recognize our longing among other things. I'm just dealing with these couple things right here. Um, to recognize our longing and come to him saying, Lord, you have said you will satisfy me with good things. I am longing. Fill me. God, I do pray um, as we wrap this podcast up that you will use this to encourage women in the Lord, to encourage women to read your word, to find them where they are longing, to satisfy all of us with good things from your hand. You are a perfect God and you know exactly the good gifts that we need. Pray that we would take our longing hearts to you who alone can fill them with your steadfast love. And you filled, um, you fill us with Jesus whom you sent to fulfill your steadfast love. You sent him to die on a cross for our sins. And one of those sins being that we long for other things. We desire and crave other things. And you always bring us back to your steadfast love and you keep your covenants and we're thankful. Make us grateful, humble, wise, satisfied women of God. In Jesus' name, amen. I hope you will join me again on another episode of Lavish Hospitality. And if you get a chance to share this podcast, I would be honored if you would do that. If you want to review it wherever you listen to podcasts, I would love that as well. And shoot me a message. Let me know what you'd like to hear on here or what's been encouraging to you. And have a great week.